0: Hello, and welcome to the second episode on the history of flight, entitled, And So It Has Begun. We have seen so far that man has succeeded in taking flight, not necessarily flying like a bird, but at least he's above the ground and doing what he had wanted to do. It was now just a case of being there for as long as possible, and ultimately going as fast as possible. There are, of course, different forms of power. There's human power with regards to Daedalus and Icarus, and the pioneers of the glider. George Cayley and Otto Lilienthal. Someone had to run down the hill to get the uh, glider airborne. There's wind power, once you're up there, keeping you up there. Then, of course, there's heat. Hot air rises, as the Montgolfier brothers found when they were experimenting with their hot air balloons, and later used it successfully. In the late 18th century, a new era known as the Industrial Revolution was started. And with it came a new form of power, steam power, used to improve milling processes, manufacturing processes, used to pump out water from very deep mines. It also brought about a new form of transport, the railway. These primarily took over from the canals because they were faster and could carry more. What's this got to do with aviation? Well, many people then took steam engines and added them to their creative interpretation of what an aircraft should look like and how it should fly. Some were more successful than others. Some blew up with with fatal consequences. Others may have lifted off and crashed, or just fallen over through people not knowing what they were doing, or wind, any number of factors. Needless to say, they were not great success. Documented proof about any of these events and occurrences are, to say the least, thin on the ground. There was even talk of a New Zealander being earlier than the Wright brothers, at doing sustained flight in a motored aircraft. However, documented proof and eyewitness accounts are not as numerous or available as they are for the more famous Wright brothers. Flight of December 17th, 1903. We know a lot about the Wright brothers compared to other pioneers and mad eccentrics of the previous century due to the improvement in technology and record-keeping. Wilbur and Orville Wright were actually... Bicycle manufacturers from Dayton, Ohio, but they chose North Carolina, in particular what is now Kill Devil Hills, near the town of Kitty Hawk, as the location for their for their test flying due to its favorable weather patterns. The Wright brothers, for their time, was classed as engineering geniuses. They probably still would be in some respects today. They'd built printing presses and set up a bicycle shop in Dayton, Ohio, with little or no formal qualifications. They had already started on the idea of gliding when they heard of Otto Lilienthal's death. From that point, they accelerated their experiments and made improvements where possible. One significant area of improvement relevant to most aircraft was the system of control. They created winger warping. which is the rudimentary use of ailerons on wingtips. So when one wingtip goes down, the other one slightly raises, turning the aircraft in a desired direction. They were linked... By cables and from a central control column where the pilot sat, and the Wright brothers added links to the tail system and the rudder to help with turning and stability. They are obviously best remembered as being the first in motorized powered flight. They did in fact make their own internal combustion engines for all their airplanes from 1900 to 1903 they set up a series of camps at Killdevil Hills and Kitty Hawk. For their experiments. The 17th of December arrived. They took it in turn to, to go flying. Orville was the first. He took off and covered 120 feet in 12 seconds. They did a total of four flights in the day and Wilbur finished up with 852 feet in 59 seconds. All four flights were witnessed by five local citizens, something that would be unheard of today with social media and phone cameras, etc. They later went on to run their own company, make their own aircraft, and sell them to the US Army, as well as have them licensed built in Europe. Flying machines just seem to be a creation of one thing, modified into another. Some, like gliders, still exist in their own right, as do hot air balloons, which, and taking a turn from nature, have a subspecies known as airships. More about these next time. If you have any questions about the subject, please email thehangarat at gmail.com. Thank you.